I'm Zach, and in case you don't know who we are, we are still into Paramore Podcast. We're huge Paramore fans and love Haley and the gang from the very beginning. In this podcast, we're going to talk about every single Paramore song in order from All We Know Is Falling to This Is Why and Beyond. In this episode, we're talking about Ain't It Fun, the sixth track on Self-Titled. Well, hello. Hello. Hi. We Hi. have made it to Ain't It Fun. Yes. Uh, which... Uh, Seems kind of like bananas to me yeah, like yeah. right now. Like when we first started the podcast, I feel like Ain't It Fun was just come out. <laughs> uh, I feel like it, it didn't, it sent so far away and now yeah. here we are. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you think about when we started and I would think about all the big songs mm. and Ain't It Fun. It's one of the biggest... It's the biggest. Paramore songs. Yeah, so it's like, okay, okay. And now we're here and it's, uh, I don't know. We we turned two recently. I just completely forgot. Yeah, we're bad for that. Yeah, but yeah, we've been podcasting for two years. Two years. Thank you to everyone who's... Yeah, thank you. ...who's um, joined us from there. Thanks to the OGs, but also thank you to the new people as well. Anyone that's just discovering this, uh, jumping straight into Ain't It Fun. Welcome. Yeah, I do also sometimes wonder how people listen, like... If people listen to like every episode, or if people just listen to like their favorite songs, yeah, because we I'm do see never... like you know just to pull back the curtain a little bit in terms of like statistics, there are some episodes that are higher numbers than others, yeah, and they sometimes do correlate. Which to... is the one that recently was really big. We were... Daydreaming, daydreaming, yeah, very yeah, surprised. Yeah. Daydreaming, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think we shot on that song a little bit when we <laughs> yeah. when we did that episode as well. So apologies for that. Yeah. But it, yeah, interesting that yeah, no, um, people don't listen. Not everyone listens like linearly. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we have obviously like lots of people that do yeah. listen to the episode every week and, and are kind of excited for it every sorry every fortnight every other week. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there are people out there that are like just tuning in for one episode and be like, I'm going to get this a spin and it's daydreaming. Yeah, apparently it's daydreaming. <laughs> and and yeah. we're negative about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, hopefully that's not all they've heard of us. Um, but yeah, we turned to, and I guess now is a good time to be like, if you want to leave us a review, that's yes, that's, please do, that please do, great. please do. Especially on Apple Podcasts, it helps us get like noticed by other people yes apple work on a review basis where they'll push your podcast if it's got like enough oh really reviews yeah Bloody so please review us apple. say nice things don't say any if you give us five stars <laughs> yeah. don't get like if you're planning on giving us one star you don't like it just keep it to yourself. yeah like we don't i don't need that negativity activity in my life Mm-mm. absolutely <laughs> not but we hope you enjoyed our cover of Moving On. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were kind of like, well, when we were recording it, we were kind of stressed, weren't we, let's be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. uh, either, you know, one of us was was either messing up or we were both messing up. And, yeah. you know, it was a, a live kind of acoustic recording in this room, so yeah. there was some mm-hmm. sound issues with my voice being too loud and, and things like that. So, yeah, hopefully people liked it and enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun, actually. It I really fun. liked it. And I and I when we when I actually listened back to it, when you sent it me, I was like, oh, because I was dreading i was so dreading it. i was just like oh that must have sounded terrible like from me mm-hmm. uh, but no i quite, it didn't, quite it liked it good. i think people liked it uh, i think it's it's one of those things where because it took us hours to do it and you because we're human beings yeah you only think about the negative stuff don't yeah. you so like i just thought about it every time i fucked up and then so like when i was listening to it matt did the like mixing and mastering yeah. of it because i was like he wanted to, and I was like, yeah, I was thinking to myself, if I do it, I'm just going to pick apart everything. everything but yeah. whereas when I listened to it, when he finished it, I was like, oh, it actually doesn't... I thought it was going to sound way worse than yes. what it actually ended up yeah. sounding like, because I was just fucking up left, right, and centre, because I don't really play it. No, ukulele. no. I just just bought it for this purpose. Bought it for literally this reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, I, I really did enjoy doing it, and uh, I mean, I hope you liked it, because there are two more coming your way. Yes. <laughs> we are going to try and do the others. We are going to try and do the others. I don't um, want to, like, jinx it. Holiday, I've been... Playing around with it a little bit seems easier on yes. like ukulele. I don't know, it's like vocally, but I'm not angry anymore. It's like Taylor just invents his own ukulele chords <laughs> and it's like difficult. Because I remember when I first picked up my ukulele, that was, I don't know why, but that was the one that I was like, let me see if I can play it. I think yeah. I just like, whatever, I'll play anything. And I was like, this is too hard and this, I can't yeah. do it. So we'll see how that one goes. Ah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so I guess some things to mention about Paramore is that one thing, they lost at the VMAs to Lana Del Rey for Best Alternative. Which is... I mean, why is Lana Del Rey Best Alternative? Yeah, I like, think what people consider to be... Mm, yeah. They it's... definitely shouldn't have lost to, to Lana Del Rey. Did she even show up to accept it? No, I she was in so. her head? Oh. <laughs> I think she Boom was. Rested. I don't think she showed up. Yeah. It's interesting to me that... Um, 
and I don't I don't know how to wear this without sounding like a twat, so I'm just gonna be blunt about it. Why people give a shit about awards like VMAs, mm. like when things like the Grammys exist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it is like it's a little bit fun. And it's do you know what? Like I watch I don't watch the whole thing, but I enjoy consuming every bit of pop culture from it the day after. Yeah. Like yeah. Taylor Swift singing to I saw, I I that. saw that that you sent me that. And yeah. I saw some of the Taylor Swift stuff. I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen much about it. I did see it was this the VMAs where Chris Brown won something yeah. and Selena Gomez's face. Yes. I liked that. Yeah. I was like, yes, Selena. She's like, mm. She's like, mm, yeah, not I happy about it. I liked that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting that uh, that people give a shit, mm. especially because it's MTV and I'm like, how are you even relevant anymore? How are you literally, this is how are you? keeping them re- yeah. relevant. How are you even relevant? Yeah. Like, you don't even show music, do you? You don't even play music on MTV, do so. you? Isn't it just... Yeah. But I do thank them for the pop culture moments that it gives us. Yeah. And obviously, if Paramore were to perform or win, I'd be very happy for them. Yeah, didn't but, Shakira perform as well? Yeah, she did like a little medley. With, oh. I hadn't seen it yet, but she did like uh, Whenever or Ever, as you can imagine, Hips Don't Lie. I think she did Objection, which is like my favourite Shakira oh, wow. song. And I was like, yes, hell yes, I need to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, Paramore got behind it as well, and they were asking everyone to vote. And I was just like, okay, interesting. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where I like. Yeah, you wouldn't have think they cared, but. No. But um, I mean, yeah. I mean, they obviously don't. I mean, obviously don't care if they win to, just to be nominated. Yeah, it's that kind of shit you say to yourself. Yeah, but um, I mean, definitely should have won mm. over Lana Del Rey. Re- refresh my brain. Mm. Do they have to have a, a music video? Because it is a video musical, oh, wasn't that's it? Right. So I think, I think yes, because I think Paramore was nominated for "This Is Why", why? the song slash video. So what I guess. Lana Del Rey song was it? Shall I have a look? Let's have a little look. Because I didn't know... I think she's got new stuff, hasn't she? I, well, yeah, I think yeah. so. I didn't know Lana Del Rey had a music video since Gods and Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it was Blink-182, Edging. Oh, Boy Genius, the film. That would have been nice if they had one. Not Blink-182, they definitely shouldn't have even been no. nominated. Uh, Fallout Boy, Hold Me Like a Grudge. Uh, Paramore, This Is Why, 30 Seconds to Mars, Stuck. Lana Del Rey featuring John Batiste, Candy Necklace. Batista. Batista. <laughs> Literally, isn't his name John Batiste? John Batiste, yeah. John and then B A T I S T E. Isn't that the wrestler? I'm, I'm genuinely it's confused. Dave Batista, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's Dave, isn't it? It's Dave. Ah, oh, Dave. I didn't know Boy Genius were nominated, but I would have obviously wanted Paramore or Boy Genius to win that for sure. In my opinion, there are only three people on that list that are relevant. And there were... it was Paramore and Boy Genius on the top of that list. Lana yeah, Del unfortunately. It is still relevant because, you know, the gays love her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Lana Del Rey, I've, I don't really have much of an opinion about her apart from when we used to work at Urban Outfitters mm. and they played the album on loop. And yeah. I, Do you know what? There's some good songs on that there's album. There's some banging on that song. Um, and the one after it as well. Yeah, but I've just never, I guess, paid that much attention yeah. to her. Yeah, I, I mean, either, actually. I think she just, doesn't she just do, like, every now and then just do something a bit problematic and everyone kind of gets mad at her, but then they're like... Slayer. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she'll do something problematic, but then everyone else will be like, Slayer Queen. Yeah. Like, she just get away with it. Yeah, yeah she yeah, does, yeah. So, Haley has been absolute. This is obviously going to be old news by the time it comes out, but Haley has been living it up in New York Fashion Week. Yeah. And my God, some of those looks. Some of those looks I, have been absolutely incredible. I just, I'm in awe of how beautiful she is i don't know if you saw the one where she was wearing like a white blazer and a white dress that was my favorite one let me show you but the one that i sent you where she is she's wearing like like sheer black yeah dress i'm like girl you look fucking amazing amazing. who was she sat next to that i watched uh she sat next to avril lavigne yeah there was finally a picture of them together yeah yeah and i know that she like there were some other people that she was with but i don't know who they are right i'm just not cool enough I no, guess, no same same to know who they are but look ah she looks amazing she, she looks so good and this is also is this the, the, this not fashion week that's given us the edge that we now know she's having the chad title removed yes is that because of fashion yes. week yes well? yes yes so that's another interesting thing so for a little while i've been like stewing on like a whenever i see a picture of her i'm like oh that um the tattoo that she's got on her leg above the cross which is the like envelope with the hand, hand. and i remember when she got it it was like it was about Chad and I remember her saying something about like, oh, because we're never together. It's like a love letter to him because we're like always apart kind of yeah. thing. Recently, uh, I'd been noticing here and there and I'd seen like pictures of her that it looked a bit faded and mm. I was like, oh, I wonder like 
is she wearing like sheer tights that are like you know dampening kind of, yeah, it a little yeah, bit yeah. but then I noticed that the cross still seemed like quite, quite bold prominent, and, I was, yeah. like, she's... and then I sent you that picture that somebody somebody else had tweeted about it and yeah. put like a side by side of like what it looks like now and what it used she's to look like she's definitely having that laser percent having that laser oh the pain good on you Hayley I couldn't do it yeah yeah, I mean, good for you. Get rid of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Mm. 100%. Because mm. is it similar to... kind of reminds me of that Newfound Glory album with, like, the soldiers on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't there, like, a hand holding an envelope on I that think, in I some way? I think there is... Maybe they incorporated it into their art or something. Yeah. It does ring a bell. It's just end of day, Hayley. If you want to show someone you love them, get, get them one of those rings of two hands holding a heart, like Angel. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> like yes. Angel's get them a clatter ring, you know? <laughs> and I can never remember which way up it is to show that you're like in a relationship or like looking for love. <laughs> it's um, going to be like the heart pointing down is closed. And the then heart pointing uh, up yeah, is open. Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. The point, should I say, of the heart. Yeah. Also, that did remind me that um, she's got this like necklace that I keep seeing her wear, and people have obviously like talking about it on Twitter. And it's just like a little gold pendant thing and it just has like t plus a like engraved in it for taylor and alf that's so it's cute very cute that is very cute i'm i'm very like much enjoying the like wholesomeness yes. of her relationship with taylor yes. like we get crumbs we get nothing yeah which is good it's good i it's like good. that keep for it private for you guys yeah but the crumbs that we get i obviously eat them up okay so we'll mention it again we're going to mention it probably every episode mm-hmm. now but we want your thoughts listeners we want your thoughts we want your opinions on self-titled we want your thoughts about the podcast how you find the podcast yeah. your thoughts about paramore anything you want to send to us to hear from you because yeah. we're you know we're lonely we, we need it please <laughs> please help, me feed us. help us, feed us. <laughs> um and you can do that you can send us a voice memo if you want to you can email it to still at gmail.com or you can just send us an email or you can dm us on instagram yeah so today we mentioned sophia and in it was either last episode or the episode before. Uh, yeah, I think it was I episode before, I believe. Uh, Sophia sent us a big email with all her thoughts about all the songs that titled, which was amazing, <laughs> and we fucking loved it. So I'm going through like the emails that we've received in order. Yes. So because we're on it fun, I'm going to read Sophia's, Sophia's opinions on it fun. fun. I'm excited yeah. to hear this. Also, so, I do love a voice note. So I do love too. an email, but I just yes. love a voice note. If you feel I confident... I love to send people voice notes. Me, oh my God, I'm a voice note queen. I fucking love it. I was trying to sort a music video out for like a Breakfast with Pairs song the other day, and Jack, who hopefully is going to do the music video, is just like, uh, here's my number, text me. And I was like, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to send you a 10-minute voice note yeah. right now, if that's all right. And he was yes. just like, it's fine. I love a voice note. I was like, good. Because yes. I can't be bothered to type. I'm too me lazy. Too. And, but I also don't want to talk directly to you on the phone. Yes. No, honestly, it's like... You have a record mil- of my, me saying this yes. now. Yes. It's, it's like the millennial's dream of communicating yeah. in it. Like, can't I be asked to type. And there's some people hate it. I, I fucking love a voice I note. I love a voice note. So, yes, if you feel confident enough mm. to send us a voice memo and then you're okay with that being played on the podcast, please do, because we fucking love them. Yes. So, let's have a look at Sophia's email. Sophia said, Hey guys, I'm Sophia, a huge fan of your podcast. I'm one of the listeners who's constantly DMing you, especially after every new episode. Since you requested our thoughts on self-titled and on Paramore in general, I'm a little too happy to oblige. Ain't it fun? Sophia said. I remember Haley hyping up this song a lot during the weeks before self-titled came out, on live journal mostly, talking about the funk elements and the gospel choir. Then the song came out and it totally lived up to the hype. I was hooked from the beginning. I danced to the one and a half minute previews that leaked a few days before. I remember showing this song to my sister the weeks following the release of the album and her loving Haley's cadence in the verses, especially the pre-chorus, which, which follows the bass line. Finally, I've used the sarcasm sign gif a few times on the internet when people say things like, no, it isn't fun, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. And that's it for now, after her, the rest of the email. Uh, sorry if this was too long. It wasn't. Sorry. It wasn't. No, no, we loved it. Yeah. I'll be happy to do the same for After Laughter when the time comes. Yes, please. Thank you for reading. Keep up the excellent work with the podcast. All the best, Sophia. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank and you. also, yes, I think I believe Sophia told us that we killed it with the cover as well. So appreciate yes, that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> that you, was Sophia. the that was the justification I needed. Actually, that yes. made me feel much better. For sure. Um, but For yes, sure. we love we love hearing from from people that listen in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and and love getting those emails. So uh, and you, you know, you're right on the money for so many things as well. So yeah. we actually you know agree quite a lot with a lot yeah. of things that you, you you get in touch with us about. So. Um, yeah, it's and it's and it's nice, and it's always nice to have a fresh perspective from other people, just because of 
we always said this, but just because we feel a certain way about something doesn't mean everyone does so. Exactly, a hundred percent. It's it's great when you know people, I guess, in a way, like validate us with the same opinions. Mm. But I also really fucking love when people have different opinions. Yeah, we're the same. If we hear a song that we love and somebody else hates it, we're like, how the fuck can you not like yeah, this yeah, song? Yeah. So I enjoy like having conversations with people that they tell me why they don't like it. Yeah. I'm like, you're wrong. No, I'm not always like that, I promise, I promise, I promise. But no, I love like... I feel like I'm like that if it's a Paramore song. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, if yeah. it's anybody else, then... Because there aren't any Paramore songs I don't like. No. There are Paramore songs that I'm not the biggest fan of mm-hmm. or I'm not super keen on. Yeah. But there are no Paramore songs that I would be offended by playing. Yeah, because there are no Paramore songs that are objectively bad. No. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, even if you're not, like, a huge fan of them or yeah. whatever. exactly. Like, so they're not bad, are they? If someone says to me, bad, that's, a, that's a, you know, I hate that song, it's crap or whatever, I'd be like, what are you on about? Like, yeah. that's, you know, absolute bananas that you just came out of the gate and said that. And also, it doesn't make sense. Back up your facts. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, whereas if it's anybody else, I'm kind of like, I don't, you know, I hate this song, I'm just like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I like think it. I'm I'm the same. Yeah. Like if it's Paramore, I'll be on my high horse forever about yes, it. Yeah. But if it's like anyone else, I'm just be like, okay then. Come charging in out of nowhere. Absolutely. So, shall we talk about Ain't It Fun? Shall we? Yes, let's talk about Ain't It Fun. So there's so much to fucking talk about. It's a very popular song with yes. lots and lots of facts and quotes. So, and yes, hundred percent. It is Paramore's biggest song to date and, and it remains so. And it only got number 10. Number 10 in the US. Should it be number one? I know, right? How was the song number one? It's interesting because the album got to number one, didn't yeah. it? But none of the singles did. I checked to see if any have done better. Yeah. And no, just I guess one. the numbers to get to number one on Billboard in the US is quite Must be, yeah, yeah. high. Whereas that, it would have been... I mean, I'm probably stepping on your facts. It's fine. I'm sure it would be number one everywhere else in the world. My so, life. interestingly, it actually wasn't. Oh, right. uh, it got to... I can't remember the exact places, but I think, like... There wasn't anything super notable with the right. chart, so I didn't write them all down. But the rest of the world, I think it floated around like the mid-teens. Yeah. And then it was never actually officially released as a single in the UK. In the UK, which so, is, you know, you should have done that because you'd have got number one. 100%. It charted at 147. Yeah. If I completely agree with you, if they'd released it, they would have 100% yeah. got number one. Yeah. Massively. Oh, besides. Yeah. <laughs> From actually. your team. Yeah, right. Tell them. <laughs> Tell them, actually. So, it was written by Haley and Taylor. It's the fourth and final single from Self-Titled and it impacted American radio on the 4th of February 2014, which reminds me that there's a radio edit of this song which takes out the repeat in the first bridge before the chorus. Oh, Um, I guess it's quite lengthy. Yeah, so it's like five minutes long, isn't it? Interestingly though, now, when Paramore playing it from live, they play the radio edit version. So they only do what you're going to do when the world orbits around you once in the right, first yeah, bridge yeah. but I think they do it twice in the second well. I know Ain't It Fun was issued as a promotional CD single in the UK on the 20th of August 2013 so that was ages before it was released wow. as an actual single in the US but like we said it wasn't released as a proper single it became Paramore's highest peaking single on the US Billboard Hot 100 um, it received double platinum certification uh, sold over 2 million copies this is the big one. On February 8th, 2015, the song won the Grammy Award for Best Rock. Best Rock? <laughs> yes. For Best Rock. That's my award, actually. <laughs> it's actually my award. I won the Best Rock competition. Oh, God. Uh, for Best Rock Song at the 57th Ceremony, becoming Paramore's first and only Grammy win so far, making Hayley the first woman to score that honour since Alanis Morissette in 1995. Wow. Honestly, fucking hell. That's insane. I, I would be very surprised... And, like, don't hold me to this because I'll have to look into it if any other women have won since. since. Yeah. Especially because it's best rock song. <laughs> exactly what I um, But, I mean, they got a Grammy for it, so. Yeah. So, development for the song started in a hotel room. Taylor created an audio loop. He'd been listening to a lot of Dutch uncles at the time. Right. On his keyboard. Dutch ovens. Dutch ovens, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which Haley said it sounded like Susie and the Banshees and Paula Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the bizarrest mixes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is probably why it works so yeah. well. Haley said that she should write lyrics to it. And then Haley and Taylor started layering their voices to imitate the gospel choir. Uh, six months later, they recorded with a gospel choir and it was uh, composed of six individuals. Brandon Hampton, Jocelyn James, Catherine and Sean Dances. I wonder if they're either like brother or sister or like a married couple. Yeah. Uh, Talitha Manor and Yolanda Harris Dancy. Well, I wonder if she's related to the other dances. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three dances. Yeah. Um, Haley was familiar with gospel music. Uh, she linked the inclusion of a gospel choir in the song to her upbringing. She mm. spoke a lot about how that area influenced uh, her love of that kind of 
of music. Yeah. She frequently went to churches there. She stated that the song was inspired by the band's roots, explaining that she had grown up with pop, funk, and soul. I feel like if you learn to sing, you know, you know, we talk talk about about the church and stuff a lot, obviously, in in this mm. podcast in general, and I agree with it a lot of it, but. I feel like if you learn to sing in like gospel choirs or in like that kind of setting, you really learn to sing. Like yes. you understand harmony, oh, you understand gotcha. whole, all that stuff, and 100%. I think it must help. Must have helped um, shape so many people. I think I think Whitney Houston was originally yeah, a, so, a gospel yeah. singer in, in like just the church or whatever. Yeah, uh, and obviously was just insane. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. an amazing talented singer. So mm-hmm. uh, palm out. But um, yeah, it's a really interesting way to understand music in that if you're in that setting. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um, so thank the church for one thing I suppose yes I don't think we've ever mentioned this before um, but obviously Haley and Jeremy used to be in a funk cover band they did called yeah called The Factory and Haley said that this is the closest, closest that, thing to what they sounded yeah. like um, which is interesting but there's no recordings of that no before, I, right? I've never found anything no. I've never if anyone anything. has any recordings of the fact not not you Jeremy not you I know Jeremy. you're listening don't send me anything <laughs> <laughs> exactly we don't. don't actually send me anything Jeremy um, no, thank you it's not for me so I've got some more like quotes and stuff mm-hmm. this was about it being a big hit she said I'm super surprised it should always be a surprise I don't think you should ever assume a single is going to be your big hit or be a success the song by far has shocked all of us. I grew up on gospel. I love gospel. And I never. I think I never thought it would mesh at all with what Paramore would ever do. But luckily on this album, we were a lot more open-minded. We weren't as closed off. They put so much soul and so much feeling into their sound that makes it real and raw. I actually cried like three times just hearing these people sing our song. It was so cool. The song sort of happened by accident. I remember Taylor was working on the music and you didn't and you didn't think it was a Paramore song. Taylor and I came up with a melody and I thought about Prince too. Then it got layered with more groove and funk and all the cool elements. The next thing I know, there's a gospel choir in the studio and we have that track. It's so liberating. It's been so liberating to write this record. That's just reminded me that there is a really cool video. It's only like really short. They did like, um, I think they called them self-titled sessions. Yeah. They'd put like little short clips of them like recording songs and stuff. And there's a clip of the gospel choir singing and the like you can just see like Taylor is like vibing so much and like Haley's vibing is really like oh, that's really great cute. to see. Um, so Taylor said, I thought it was going to turn into this weird song that nobody would ever listen to. There's this indie band that I listen to, which is Dutch Uncles, that I was really inspired by and I was going to make this really ethereal weird song. Haley heard it and said, what is that? And it turned into this funk gospel pop song. And I was like, how did it go from that to this? And that's the joy of being in a band. You have one thing and collectively it all turns into something else. Yeah. It's really interesting the like ethereal kind of idea originating from this song. Mm. I, wondered, I wondered how it would have sounded mm. if, or at least the, the bare bones. That I'm, I mean, I'm always really nosy with stuff like that. I always wonder what, you know, what did that originally sound like? Yes. And then what did it transform into? And I'm assuming, you know, he was layering guitars and things like that and it would have been quite odd but yeah i mean they wrote a banger didn't they, they, so, did. <laughs> they absolutely did. came out of the you know came out swinging with this song i think mm-hmm. um 100 there is a quote from jeremy oh i mean shall we shall yeah, we, shall him, we, shall we it's he short. was on it yeah he played bass after we started writing weird stuff like ain't it fun we got nervous but that was a comfort we've grown and we don't like the same music we liked so why would our fans not that idea kept us pushing ourselves Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, cheers. You added nothing to that. Yes. <laughs> You've added nothing to this podcast, Jeremy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Always. So interestingly, and I can't find the source for this, but apparently at some point, Taylor said, it's not even a direct quote, so who knows? Uh, okay. It says, Taylor considered that the decision to bring a gospel choir would have been difficult to approve if the original lineup of the band had remained. Isn't that interesting? That's an interesting. Isn't that uh, interesting that? It's a very pointed. It is, isn't it? Interesting um, quote to make. Very pointed. Very interesting to me because yeah. I'm thinking my original thought, knowing what a piece of shit Josh is, was oh, he's a racist as well. Yeah, I mean, I immediately think he's a racist. Yeah, obviously, a gospel choir is a Christian. Body. So he and he loves. So, and we know he loves Jesus. We know he loves Jesus. So hmm, what other reason? What would be what yeah. would have been the issue with him having a yeah. gospel choir there? Yeah. Is it because he wants to do all the backing vocals? I mean, you ain't going to sound like that. No, exactly. You're going to sound like garbage compared to that. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, Interesting. Obviously, we're not saying directly that he is because we don't want libel, but... Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Someone said this about him and it's interesting to, to, you know... Mm -hmm. Oh, God. That person is human 
What's your garbage like? Honestly. So, a few more facts. They released the broken record vinyl for it on Record Store Day, which I have. You have. It's so cool. It's so cool. It is now going on Discogs for it to, up to £220. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I could never. Um, the song was featured in Rock Band 4 as a downloadable yes. song. The song was also sampled in the song Champion Flow by Shofu, who I've never heard of. He's a rapper. And it's actually a good song. Yeah. Did you ever hear... you remember Chidi Bang? No, uh, I don't think so. He did a song called Opposite of Adults, which sampled Kids by MGMT. Yeah, And it took the riff from Kids and incorporated it into the through line of the song. So, like, that's a whole yeah. thing. And that's what this person has done with Ain't It Fun. Oh, yeah. can I listen? Yeah, yeah, do it. While you're searching for it, I'll tell you my last fact. The song was included on the compilation album, Now That's What I Call Music 51. <laughs> 51? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Paramore got onto it. Now That's What I Call Music. I <laughs> now that's what, I call, that's what I call Paramore 51. Yeah. I can't find it. Uh, I've, I had it. What, what, what album is it on? <laughs> I have no idea. 2000 and... Uh, I Trap Ketchum, I Googled which it. is great. I'll play it for you. Everybody, go and go and listen to it because I don't know how much I can play it without getting. Yeah, we don't want. Yeah. We don't want Shafu coming for us. Yeah, it's cool, right? Yeah, I like yeah. that. It's cool. I like that, yeah. So they were all my facts. Now I would love to know what you think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, no, um, the, yeah, the, I saw what well, was reading through the facts and stuff that I could see online anyway, and there were a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Paramount's biggest song, of course, there are facts. Of course, yeah. people have got receipts and they're a bit questioning. Yes. Um, I guess we'll start with the initial thoughts on the song. So, like, mm-hmm. I remember I'd not heard this song on any kind of like live journals or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I think I must have heard it on the album, but then I'm also like, did I potentially hear it before? But I, I, I assume not. Like, I assume I didn't hear it anywhere. It must have been on the album. Mm. Um, but I immediately fell in love with it. Like, it wasn't like anything... Obviously, we've, we've said this before, but re- this really isn't like anything else Paramore's ever no. done. And for me, it worked, like, straight away. Um, the minute it started, I was just like... Even, the, you know, the, the intro to the song is kind of so memorable. You immediately know what song it is. Like, I think we literally go into we'll talk about this going into places and you just hear this This will be one of the songs that tends to be played yes. and we we literally started going to a pub in Brixton just because we once went in there and they played Ain't It Fun <laughs> yeah. and then they yeah. never played it ever they again or never played again. anything good ever yeah. again they played um, Ain't It Fun and then they played Smoke Signals didn't they yeah they, they did and we were like this place is oh. cool and then, and then... The, we, every time we went after it we just didn't yeah. um, play anything like that but um, the song itself it is so good and, and that gospel choir is amazing so and good it's so well incorporated into the song. It really does work as a as a whole song. Um, mm-hmm. I think I love this song. Yeah, me too. I think like so for me, I'm with you. Like I, I remember Powerful Levine. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Standing, Standing on, on the bridge, bridge. <laughs> making in the dark. Um, so I remember hearing it. I guess the snippet because obviously we had the iTunes. The iTunes, yeah, yeah. We knew it was like groovy. Yeah, we knew but we, we didn't dance. know about the gospel choir. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I guess, like, yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't stick in my head when I first heard it, so it must have yeah. just been on the album must have been. when I heard it. But I remember, like, you know, being fucking, like, totally in awe of this song. Yeah. And I think to this day, as much as it, you know, may have been overplayed in its time, potentially, um, it really is such a shining example of how talented Paramore are. Yeah. Uh, they've done, obviously, we all know they've done incredible things, but I think people were questioning them yeah. when this album came out and this was the song that everyone was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like you said, it just goes to show, like, the talent of that band in general. Like, there are so many talented musicians, musicians out there, but you throw anyone a curveball of a different kind of sound and mm. they would just panic. Yeah, yeah. If you said, right, okay, write this song now uh, and it's going to be a gospel song or it's yeah. going to be a funk song or it's going to be, you know, this, this and this, and they'd just be like, I, I, I can't do that because yeah. I can just write this. This is what I write yeah. to write anything else. Whereas they, they just have this ability to incorporate so many different sounds inspired by so many different artists mm-hmm. and stuff they've never been closed off I, you know Jeremy says in that quote that they this you know this isn't the stuff that they were they were listening to back in the day but this is the stuff that they liked now yeah but I, I wouldn't I would argue that you know Paramore have never really done that anyway I would have thought you know Haley's always been a big fan of some of, she always brought some of the bizarrest audio like bands and stuff with yeah. her when when they used to tour and mm-hmm. um the kind of stuff that didn't go they've always had that like love for all kind of like, kinds of music and yeah. i think it really shows 
that when you listen to to Ain't It Funny, you go, well, how can they do that? And yeah, they're such a good song. Yeah. I love this song. For sure. Obviously, the choir are just insanely good. They are so talented. So good. And I always love the guitar in this song. And Mm. the xylophone. The fact that there's a xylophone. The fact that there's a xylophone in the song is... The whole sound, the whole build-up of the the sound, you know, musically is so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Hayley's vocals are incredible. Yeah. There's a fade out. There is a fade out. Fade out. There, I wondered how they were going to end this song. Yeah, kind of, few yeah. and far between fade outs, but there is one. There is a fade out in this song. I also think with this, um, and somebody mentioned this to me. I've definitely like it occurred to me when I was listening to it today, and I can't remember who it was that said it. But I was like, yeah, that's totally right. Is that like the upbeat music and the kind of negative lyrics are definitely? Yeah. It feels like a bit of a like precursor to after laughter. It does, yeah. Uh, it has the same vibe. Maybe Rach mentioned that. I can't remember, but I was like, yeah, that I do get. That, yeah, because sure. the, you know, the, the the lyrics themselves are, are quite negative. Yeah, um, but in like a kind of positive way. Yeah. The lyrics in this song are really strange. So I guess we can talk about what we think the song is about. So, yes. Um, I know there's a quote from Haley about mm-hmm. what the song is about. Do you want to go with that first, or, Ye- or should we yeah. should we share? What we well, think I think about? yeah, you share you share your bit first, and then yeah. I can read Haley's quote. Okay, so I think for me, this song has always been about kind of like personal growth we talk about this quite a lot Mm -hmm. with people but you know when you meet people and you can tell they've never spent time on their own or they've just never sat with themselves and like unpacked everything and been like i don't mean that in a sense that you know i've I've had times when i've been alone and we should be alone (laughs) together together. Uh, but i've had times where i've been alone uh, like emotionally and uh, and physically Mm -hmm. i've never been Lonely, and I've never been alone that I've not I couldn't reach out to people. Yeah. But I have sat with myself. Yeah. And absorbed all that. So I think you know, for me, this song's always been about that, but about that idea of you know, as you get a little bit older, and people start having their own lives, and they don't have all, particularly with friends and stuff like that, and family, their lives don't really revolve around what you're doing. Yeah. You tend to get this feeling of like, well, you know. It's really hard out there and in, in the real mm-hmm. world, but guess what? You just got to do it. For me, the positive side of it is that everyone should spend some time on their own and mm-hmm. unpack things 100%. and like learn to be on your own, yeah. like not not learn to rely on anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you do have support from people, it's amazing, but it can also be a massive crutch. Like yeah. it can also oh, be such a crutch to have people yeah. do everything for you, which is you know that is say that say that in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the flip side of that where it's like you know um, people are self-centered and self-absorbed and everyone's the main character especially nowadays everyone's yeah. the main character oh, now God. which is difficult because i'm the only no <laughs> how can that be uh, how can that be uh i'm the only main character <laughs> but um i think yeah for me this song's always been about like it kind of reminds me of when i went off and kind of did a little bit of traveling in america and stuff and mm-hmm. i remember just like getting on the flight on my own and i was mm-hmm. in new york on my own and i was in a hostel on my own i didn't know anyone and obviously i think the moment i got on that plane I changed. Mm-hmm. I just grew massively yeah, yeah, as a yeah. person. Within within you know three months, I was a completely different person. Yeah. And I just I got this like realization that I can go and do it, and I can do things on my own, and I'm stronger for doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I think that's what this song's always been about. Yeah, for sure. I get that. It's very similar for me. Like I, what you were saying about learning to be by yourself. One of the like best and most meaningful and important things I've ever done in my life is learn how to be by myself yeah. properly and actually enjoy it and know now that if anything would happen in the relationships that i have i would be okay right yeah and again similar to when you got on that flight when you went to new york when i moved to london yeah doing it on your own yeah moving down there and you kind of have this idea that you you know everyone's gonna be like waving you off as you go and i I genuinely think that my parents just like right see ya yeah (laughs) yeah i was like all right cheers bye (laughs) yeah um yeah i I guess like literally very similar to what you just said the meaning to me was always obvious where obviously you know Haley did that zalo interview with the rest of paramore with taylor and zach where she said she still gets people being like no it ain't fun Haley." and she's like (laughs) bitch that's the point like that's the whole point but i also think that this song is very and Haley said it as well itself like synonymous with them growing up and having to deal with more adult things yeah and i think same for me because like when and for i guess for us both of us because when this song came out i was in my last year at uni i didn't know what i was going to do afterwards and then you get to that point where and you kind of just mentioned it but where you are an adult yeah but you're suddenly on your own yeah because like everyone gives a shit when you're a kid and you're a teenager, the yeah. world does kind of revolve around you yeah. because your world is so small at that point that it kind of does revolve mm. around you. But then when you 
when you're an adult and say, I don't know, like what I did, you move to London or you go traveling like you did, or you even get like your first proper job or yeah. whatever, anything like that. Even like going to uni and doing that on your yeah. own, like moving away from your friends and yeah. moving with strangers that you don't know. Yeah, like... you're just like, oh, okay, it's not all about me. Yeah. And that's like the first time I learned that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'm an adult now and people don't care as much. Yeah. Because like when you're a kid, your parents want to know where you are and they obviously, obviously your parents if you're lucky, do still care about you when you're an adult. Yeah. But yeah, you're like, oh, I've got to do it myself now rather yeah. than and guess what? giving a it's shit. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not, it ain't fun. And Hayley has done it again. 100%. <laughs> so I will read the quote. So there's obviously loads of quotes from Hayley about the meaning of the song. Mm-hmm. The one that I chose was one that she wrote herself on a live journal because I thought, you know, nobody could have fucked with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was on March in 2013 uh, she shared some lyrics for the songs. This is what Sophia was talking about in yeah. her email. Um, and she said, My first real dose of reality came when the guys and I were moving out to LA to make the album. I flew out a few weeks earlier just to feel some kind of movement and get my head in a new space. Then after getting exactly what I wanted, I spent the next few weeks throwing a silent tantrum, just wishing for a little familiarity or comfort that reminded me of her. Isn't that how it always goes? The grass is just always greener, I suppose. We're wanting summer when it's winter, winter when it's not. But sometimes what we really need is to just struggle and strain and feel the growing pains. And somehow, through all this rambling, I've decided to share some lyrics from the new album that have to do with this very subject matter. Ain't it fun has everything to do with accepting at some point in your life that the world is not your very own Truman Show. The people who walk past you on the street aren't extras in your movie. This is the real world. This is where everyone's looking out for him or herself and just trying to get through each day and say that they did all right. To make it clear, this song is a letter to myself. We all need a kick in the arse sometimes. Since I had no one around me to tell me to stop feeling sorry for myself, I had to figure out a way to do it on my own. If you haven't figured out how to do that quite yet, then maybe you'll get the butt kicking you need from it, it fun. Yes. I also yeah. love the idea that she's like walking around LA with just like a little tantrum. Yeah, like, oh, I'm so mad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's so weird because we um, we watched this the other day. Uh, we, Corinne, were talking about this the other day because we recently saw Past Lives, yeah. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of that story. Like, you know, the girl moves away to Canada and then moves to New York and he's still in Korea. And when eventually they do meet back up, they just realise that their lives haven't stopped. They mm. haven't stopped and waited for each other at any point. Like, she's just continued her life, you know. She, she's done what she needs to do and, mm. and got ahead. And, and so has he, but also, yeah. like, you know, there's a really weird... Not weird scene, but there's a scene where she's like, he's very Korean. And she's, like, she's Korean, yeah. uh, you know. And she's like, no, he dresses Korean and he looks Korean and he's very Korean. <laughs> but like, she's like, she says Korean, like, five times. But that's kind of that same situation. And then we went to for a drink afterwards and we were like just watching as all these people passed us and I was like, all those people have their own mm. lives. Like, all those things have their own yes. circle of friends. There's a word they, for that. I can't remember what it is. Like, it, looking at a group of people and thinking, wow, everyone's well, got their own. They just, believe it or not, the world doesn't pause when I walk mm, out of the room. I mean. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. I'm yet to have I think our friends do, though. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. When we leave, our when friends we, like, they just don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They just <laughs> go back in their boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a very weird feeling to be like, all those people have their lives yeah. and all those people will live and grow and learn and be sad mm-hmm. and cry and laugh. And, and yeah, it's a very odd. Um, yeah. This song's perfect for showing that. Yeah, definitely. So... Favourite lyric? Ooh, I struggled with this one. I um, did as Because well. I liked all the lyrics. Yeah. There's a lot of repetition, so... Yes, yeah, yeah, I think it's it's repetitive, and there weren't... As much as I love the song and the meaning behind it, for me, there weren't that many, like, standouts Stand that up. I'm like, oh, I shit, agree. I, I agree. love that. But obviously, as a whole thing, yeah. it comes together perfectly. But lyric-wise, I'm just a bit like, yeah, these lyrics are great, but there isn't one particular bit that's like, wow. Yes, does that make sense? Yeah, agreed. I was exactly the same with I was exactly the same with it. So I went with for my favourite lyric, uh, you're not the big fish in the pond mm. no more. You are what they're feeding on. Because it kind of reminded me of like the popular kids at school. Yeah. And then them like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like when you know have that school and, and stuff like that, you had that like emotional comfort of all oh, your you're really popular and everyone knows who you are and mm. everyone likes you and you've got that same circle of friends. But when that ends and everyone drifts mm-hmm. apart you're not the big fish nope. anymore and and the, the more you move on the, the older you get you realize how much of a small fish you actually are yeah but you know as a kid you're the big fish in the pond no yeah. matter in, in most situations um you, you're the big fish in your, your pond because the, everything's a new experience to you but to you everything's tiny yes and i think as you get older um it gets bigger so that was my favorite mm-hmm. lyric um i also had to say that i really like the uh 
so what are you going to do when the world doesn't orbit around you? Yeah. Just because I like how she sings that more than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then a big shout out to obviously don't go crying to your mama because yes. you're, you're in the real world. And, and ain't it fun living in the real world? Because <laughs> yeah. you know, all the lyrics really, all but it's lyrics. very, very repetitive. But there are no like real big standouts from where I'm like, girl, that lyric is amazing. Yeah. They are amazing, all of them, but it's not like anything jumps at me immediately. Yes. And I think it's it's more of the vibe, I think, this song. Agreed. Like, I agree with that. The fish line. <laughs> the fish line. The fish line, you know. I love that lyric. Like the way that you t- explained it. I really liked because it's kind of like, yeah, you're not the big fish in the pond no more. And like the bit of saying like, you're what they're feeding on. It kind of makes me think of like those people that were, like you said, really popular in high school yeah. or whatever. And now they've got to go and get a job. And yeah. they're like right at the bottom. Yeah, you're like, the bottom row and everyone's yeah, yeah. just like treating you like crap yeah. because you're at the bottom ring at the, 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 the new job that you've got. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and also even like you're just constantly, you know, feeding into the system of yeah. your, your employment or whatever. Exactly. Um, it's a great lyric. Mm-hmm. So my favourite is what are you going to do when the world don't orbit around you? For the exact explanation that I gave earlier of being like when you're a child and a teenager it kind yeah. of does revolve yeah. around you. But then when you're an adult you're like well fuck. What are you going to do when it just stops and yeah. you're like shit. Yeah. I'm not the centre of everything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to talk about this because I still feel like my brain sometimes does give me like not in a narcissistic way but my brain definitely does say you're the main character. I do have a main character energy. Oh, a definitely. Lot. Me too. Um, but I would never do But I was talking about this again recently. There is, I guess there's now this new kind of phase of people's main character energy where they're shitty to other people. Yeah, this yeah, happens yeah. a lot of gigs. Oh, people God, just do yeah. whatever they want. Oh, and yeah. it doesn't matter if you've hurt someone or upset someone or anything like that. I don't have that main character energy. No. You know, uh, but there's this like entitlement now that people have this like main character energy. It's like, Absolutely. well, I can't have done anything bad because. I'm the main character and you're just literally nothing. And yeah. It's like, f- fuck you. Like, yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. Um, and yeah, shout out to uh, Don't Go Crying to Your Mama. Yeah. Because I think as well, like, I've just got so much love for this gospel choir that I fucking love the way that they sing it. Yeah. And like all their like ad libs at the end, like when it's fading out. Yeah. I'm obsessed it's with it. It's so good. So fucking good. They, they, they really make this song. Oh. I mean, Haley's amazing in this song, but they really yeah. just add this like yeah. extra layer of I just, yeah. Do you remember, like, first hearing the fact that it was a gospel choir on this song? I remember, like, it's so funny to me, because, like, I don't remember exactly when I first heard it, but I remember losing my mind yeah. to the fact that there was a fucking like, gospel the, choir. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. This is the best thing in the world. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's so good. It's such a great... I can only imagine it felt amazing to be in the studio yeah. and hearing them sing it. And hearing them sing your lyrics and, yeah. like, and just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, do their thing. Um, it mm-hmm. must have been amazing. It yes. must have been absolutely amazing. So, music video. There is a music there video, is. right? So, I'm not too sure how much you're prepared for this music video, but I thought we'd play a little game. Okay. Can Faye remember every world record that Paramore break in this okay. song? So, I do have them written okay, down, right, but I haven't, like, really, you know, like, looked into it, like, read the list. I okay. watched the video earlier, so, yeah. okay. So, I know there's ten. There's, there's, there's ten. Uh, you get bonus point for it if you can also tell me the time and who broke it. Oh, fuck. I, can, I definitely can't do that. <laughs> so, uh, there is... Uh, hitting clocks with guitars. Yes. At the most in like a minute, I think. Uh, so it's uh, the fastest time. So on the video, they cut it out a little bit on their official record breaking website. Yes, record um, it, Yeah, it sets it out a little bit more. So it's the fastest time for three people to smash 30 clocks with guitars. Okay. Um, and yeah. So, so that doesn't that. have like an individual. There's whatever. no individual winner. Yeah. It's just three people. And the time for that is they do it in 31.33 three seconds okay and then there is catching feathers uh and jeremy wins that one yeah, yeah. do you know how many yeah, catches 13 18 Ooh. close so yeah. close you get a point for that though yeah. so yeah most of us caught in 30 seconds 18 okay. and it was jezza yeah and then there's cartwheels wearing combat boots and that's Haley. yeah in, so in 10 seconds and she... let me just find this because it's uh, that's not in that order. That's also so that's the most cartwheels in twenty seconds while wearing boots. Does she do? Is it six? Seven. Oh, damn. so you were so close. Yeah, that's Haley, but that's Miss Williams if you're nasty. Uh-huh. And then there's running backwards with like teddies, teddy bears. Uh, yes, I can't remember the like parameters of that. Like how long? So this is the fastest. Taylor wins that one. Yes. Yeah. So this is the fastest time to run backwards while holding stuffed animals and blindfolded for thirty feet. Yeah. And Taylor does it in 6.1 seconds. So 6.14, so okay. 6.1 seconds. Uh, he smashes that in. And then there's the most 
like they get a record for breaking the most records in the music video. Yeah. And they get one for actually breaking vinyl records. Yes. Uh, in, they do. I don't know who wins that one though. So most vinyl records so again, reworded, it's most vinyl records broken by three people in one minute. Okay. And they break fifty eight records. Nice. And then there is Faster Time to Unwrap a Mummy. Which makes which, me laugh. <laughs> mummy. It sounds like literally, can you imagine? Now that Haley is mummy, can you imagine they unwrap it and it's just her wearing the out that sheer outfit yes, from absolutely. fucking fashion week. So I immediately thought this as well. So yeah. it is the fastest time to unwrap a mummy. Uh and they did it in 9.7 seconds. So yes. they did it in, in just close to okay. a, a 10 seconds. How many have I got left to guess? So there is... Oh, longest scream in a convertible. And it was Taylor and it was like eight seconds. It's actually the longest scream while riding in a convertible. And it's Haley. Is it Haley that does it? That I does thought it, it was Taylor. 8.4 seconds. seconds. Okay. But it's because they focus quite heavily in the music video on Taylor doing yes. it. Um, but it's actually Haley that okay. wins that one. Um, I don't know how many I've got left to guess. you got... Yeah, you've got one more, and it is the longest time spinning a record on one finger. Oh, yeah. I would have forgotten that one. And that's Mr. Taylor York. 32.8 seconds. Nice. Uh, and I just wrote it here in brackets. We time. know he's good with his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Hell yeah. That's a long time. That is a long time. Um, I saw... Um, I, he does it in the video. It's got quite a while, so yes. he, he must have liked basketball or something. Yeah. I saw that um, I couldn't figure out or find exactly how many have then been broken after they've after done that, them. Yeah. But I know that that one with the finger spinning got broke like the next day the next after day. the video came out. Because I think you could challenge them yes. on it, couldn't you, on that yeah. website? It's really cool. Like the video's on there. It's, it's record set, isn't yeah. it? It's really cool. You can like watch them do it without the music video so you can like hear them screaming Just while they're like hitting clocks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's really fun. Um, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Oh, I'm glad you liked mm-hmm. it. I was like, I'm going to do a play little game and we'll just write down all the the records that they beat. And yeah, yeah and then the, yeah, the, you're right, the last one is the most world records broken in a music video. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. 10. I wonder uh, if anyone's so broken that. Within. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Um, not. I wouldn't have thought that there'd been anyone that would kind of try to challenge that one. They're kind of so um, <laughs> specific to certain things. Yeah. Oh, you did miss one. Oh, I missed another one. I missed two. It's running through. Running through the banners. Running through the Damn, banners. Yeah. So yeah, the fastest time three for people. three people to run yeah. through, through ten banners. Yeah. And it's nine point one seconds. So yeah. Damn. So, so Jez only won one of these. Haley got two, and Taylor, Taylor got two. Oh, nice. Okay. So you got the spinny yeah, finger. And then there's and, like the th- like ones where they all yeah, broke them together. Right? And then they broke them together. Yeah. It says three people. So before we talk about like our thoughts on the actual video, yeah, we have to talk about the fact that. There was a video for this that never saw the light of day. There was two in it fun videos. Oh, was there? Was the other? Yes. One? So they scrapped it. So they start. So basically, what happened was you probably seen pictures from it because Haley's got like a long blue plait. Okay. Uh, they released pictures from it and everything. They like posted that they were filming an in it fun video like months before they actually ended up filming this one. I think they were filming the original one in August and then this right. one didn't get filmed till December. So pre-production for the video started in July 2013. Alt Press reported that somebody called Jonathan Desbians. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I said that out loud for the first time and I didn't realise. Oh my God, they were Desbians. I love that. You can never have a funny sounding name or surname, not not name but surname around us because we just laugh at like anything that sounds remotely rude. Oh, um, not even rude, but you know, anything yeah. that's kind of funny. Sorry. So, he was also known as Joe Deb, probably because his last name's Desbians. Desbians, so Desbians so is great. Um, it's not a name I've ever I've ever heard. Desbian. No, me neither. Um, was commissioned to direct the video. They shot the video in August. Haley like posted back the band on the set. Two months later, the band posted a statement where they said that the video had been cancelled and they'd filmed a replacement, and the replacement was Daydreaming. So that's, that's why, why Daydreaming, Daydreaming feels rough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Haley said we posted a picture a few months ago from behind the scenes of a video we shot for in it fun. Turns out the process of making and completing this video has been well not fun. Zing. To keep things short and bullshit free, we were not happy with where this video was headed and ultimately made the decision to pull it. How are we spelling his name? Jonathan, and then it's D-E-S B-I-E-N-S. So the surname again? Desbians. Spell it with me, spell it with me. D-E-S. D-E-S. B-I. B-I. E-N-S. I'm wondering if, like, he'd done something or, like, 
was a jerk or something. Somebody, and I don't know who, but I have seen this message floating around. Somebody messaged the director, the original director, Jonathan Desmond. Jonathan Desmond. And said, "Can you? would you ever release the, the video? And he basically said, no, because it's unwatchable, because there's loads of like blank shots where there should be like CGI. Right. So I think it might have been something that he potentially said about Paramore, because Sophie Peter, who directed the actual video that yeah. we know, she said... That is an unfortunate thing that happens for both the director and the art- and the artist. If the band had a bad experience in the past, it didn't transfer over to this video. Haley, Jeremy and Taylor are totally professional and easy to work with and they're really great on camera. So I wonder if something had come out about potentially them being difficult to work with. But then obviously Haley was the one that was like, well, we fired him basically. Yeah. If you search in a fun alternative video, I can show you like the pictures from it. I'm just looking at like this, some of the other music videos. And so he did the Zed featuring Foxes. Oh. He did something for Under Earth. He did something for Imagine Dragons, something for Jack White. He's done quite a few things in fairness. Another Zed music video. Um, so he's, he's still working his old Desbian. Yeah. <laughs> Desbian. The photos that were released from the set are like very white. It's all very white. Mm. And then... The it looks like they've got some like models in the video with very like angular hair happening. But yeah, I'm wondering if it was, it was issues with him or you know money. I or... guess like maybe they just didn't get along with him, and it was yeah. like both sides. They were yeah, like mm. amicable split. Yeah. Or maybe he ran with an idea that they just didn't. Yeah, they, they were just like, this is not really something like. they were yeah. wanting to do. Um, yeah. yeah. So in terms of the video that we actually know. It was shot on December 2nd of December. It actually says it in the video. Mm-hmm. 2013. Uh, Sophie Peer, who directed it, stated that she wanted the video to reflect the message that she retained from the song, which is you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself, which then led to them breaking a bunch of world records. Interesting, they kind of like randomly shot uh, shot on Guinness World Records. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> but uh, so like we just said, to promote the video, Paramore were associated with record setter, convincing, uh, or like it says convincing fans, but you know, putting out there to fans to like create their own world records. Yeah. No partnerships were established with Guinness World Records. Pia commented, record setter, so this is the director that said this, record setter is a much more inclusive, it's much more inclusive than Guinness, therefore cooler. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes it's hard to... I'm not too sure with Guinness you can just make up your own record to be. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that there are certain rules of like what has to count. It might be that they couldn't kind of do it in time yeah. to get like Guinness 1 to agree and 2 for Guinness to be like, well, doing the most cartwheels in boots is not a thing. It's yeah. just because the boots don't really make a difference to anything. Yeah, um, it's just making it specific enough in it so they can actually break it. Break it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the video was released on the 29th of January 2014 and it got over a million views in the first 24 hours. Uh, as of now, it has 165 million views wow. on YouTube. Uh, there is a beyond the video, but you don't really learn much in it apart yeah. from that it was filmed in Tennessee. Yeah. But I think this video for me is not one that I actively watch yeah but watching it back i really enjoyed it it's, it's a so good fun. it's really good yeah i i agree with you on that i think it's fun and it's yes. like it's nice to see like ain't it fun yeah. ain't it fun you know and it's nice to see like them like smiling and laughing and kind of clearly mm-hmm. pushing themselves out of comfort zone to try yeah. to do certain things but for me i wouldn't probably go out of my way just to watch this music video yeah but i do think it's really good and i think it's it's quite clever i, I just don't know like if for me it fully reflects what happens in the song mm. um, but at the same time it does and I like Haley's silly little eye mask thing yeah so, so somebody threw eyes. that on stage and I think it was when they were playing in South America when they were playing the song yeah. and she put it on which was cute yeah. I think that Haley and Taylor both look great in this video no mm-hmm. comment on Jeremy because I don't really pay attention to him no it doesn't look like it just looks like Jeremy yeah, yeah. but they both look great in this video yeah. Taylor looks very attractive in this music Honestly. video I think and... as, the, as, the, as the years go by yeah. I'm just slowly falling in love with Taylor yeah um... well you know he's got those fingers he's going to spin a disc on it I think that's why spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> Notably, this is before Haley got a, the tattoo that runs down the side. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I like the little leather jacket in the car look. Honestly. Cute. Her cute. outfits are amazing. Like, I love the, like, fucking blue crop top and, and joggers. Yeah. I love when she's being unwrapped as mommy. Yeah. Uh, they're, like, dungs that she's wearing, little dungs <laughs> that's, dress. Well, that's, that's, that was her coming into a mommy era. Yes. <laughs> just being yes. wrapped like. Yes. It's, it's a nice, fun video, yeah, I think. Is. Definitely go and watch it if you haven't seen it, because it's, oh, very, it's very fun. 100%. So, 
Have we seen them play it live? We have seen them play it live. <laughs> so many times. So many times. So they've played this since it came out. Every time they've ever played live, that's like an actual gig, apart yeah. from Parahoy's where they would have played it and then not played it in another set. Yeah. Every time they've played, they've played a full show, song. they've played yeah. this song. And I have like a full video of it from when we went to iTunes Festival, yeah. which I'll post, which yeah. is hilarious because you can go and watch the officially filmed one on <laughs> which YouTube. Which is probably slightly better quality yeah, than yeah, yours. For sure. For sure. I love this song live. Um, you know what I love about this song? Mm. The way it makes me dance. I oh, dance a certain oh my way God. to the song. Me too. I literally I was thinking I have like, really, a, I, I have like I, an ain't it fun dance. Yeah. Yeah. Like... like I have like a, it's kind of like hips, kind yeah. of like walking yes. into a hips and butt. There's yeah. a lot of butt happening. There is, yeah. there is. It's it's, it's it's got such an iconic dance to it without having a dance to it. Like yes. I just dance a certain way. To yeah, this. I'm like, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, agreed. You can't see us doing this. We are <laughs> we are like, busting just moves like right now. Vibing, yeah. <laughs> we are busting yeah. moves right now. Yeah, no, same, same, hundred percent. Um, so there is an official live version on the deluxe version of self-titled. It's where like Haley gets a little girl to sing the last bit, which is like Aww. it just comes out of nowhere because she can't see it though. So you yeah. might be vibing to it, and then you're like, oh my god, who's this child? <laughs> I'm possessed again. Child, uh, um. And there's so many like officially filmed live versions mm. of it on YouTube that you can watch. They played it live on The Voice, but I can't find this performance okay. anywhere. But they played it on American Idol, um, where one of the contestants sang with them. Oh, you know okay. when they do that thing where... Yeah, that team you up with someone. Yeah, like uh, Alexandra Beck sang with Beyonce, which still blows my mind. Yeah, that's very... Uh, and then Beyonce was like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I here again? I'm just here for the paycheck. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, in that, I watched the American Idol performance and like, it's so strange watching because J-Lo was one of the judges. Yeah. She's proper like vibing to Ain't It Fun. I'm like, yeah, go J-Lo. Yeah, J-Lo would love Ain't It Fun. Yes. And they performed it on Late Night with Seth Meyers. They did it on like Good Morning America. That was during After Laughter Times, a yeah. Good Morning America one. Yeah, who would have loved Ain't It Fun? Mm. Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> R.I.P. Jesus. You would have loved, loved Ain't It Fun. I'm <laughs> truly, honestly. Speaking of Jesus. <laughs> On their self-titled US tour, the first one they did after yeah. the album came out, they had the gospel choir come and they sang oh, with them live. So the videos of that are so cute. Especially we've never seen them sing it with a gospel choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a sad No, I don't think fact. we have, have we? I don't think they brought a choir over to the UK, did no. they? No. So, yeah, that the videos of that on YouTube are great. I fucking love watching those. And, like, Jeremy would... They'd give Jeremy a bass solo sometimes at the end. <laughs> and then when he left, they were like, no, I'm not no. doing that anymore. Even though Joey... Oh my god! Because the bass and the, we didn't mention it, but the bass is quite prominent in this yeah. song and it's good. Because it's got to keep that groove. Like. Yeah, exactly. And Joey, just the most excellent bassist yeah. ever, fucking slays in this yeah. song. And giving him a bass solo in this would have been amazing. Have, yeah, yeah. But like Haley does some like really sick high notes and vocal does, riffs in yeah. the song when they do it live. Aaron Gillespie drums for a lot of these live performances. Obviously, before Zach comes yeah. back, and he is so good. I yeah. know Zach is amazing, and we stand Zach forever, but. Aaron Gillespie is fucking he was, great. When we used to like go see the live yes. before like return, I was like, he is such an incredible drummer. Like, such a good drummer. He's so yeah. good. And he ha- he nails it. Like it's so mm-hmm. strong and powerful. I mean Zactus as well, like they're a very similar drumming technique mm. to each other. I'm you know. But yeah, they were all the notes I had for it being played live. I because we've seen it so many times I can't remember if, I, I I don't know if you can remember any other like I don't think they do anything like you know, like you know, sometimes they said something so specific with, with mm. it and you know, not really. I think it's just Dave about is like vibing in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like, why... like, this is the one to dance to, and get yes. everyone, you know, everyone vibes to this song. They've always played around with what they do with this song, mm. like you know, bringing the gospel choir for some tours, doing the bit with Jeremy doing the bass. So, like, so yeah. in the like, um, in the ver- the live version that's on the deluxe album, you get the like Jeremy bass yeah, yeah. a little bit. But yeah, I feel like they just just vibe. It's just, just straight up it. vibe. Yeah, just, they just kill, kill it. it every time. So good. It's mm-hmm. so good. There's a few like Haleyisms in it, you know. Yeah, uh, but most of them are, are like high notes here and like vocal riffs here. On I do like the way she does the uh, ring anybody's bell. She says it yeah. when they do it live. <laughs> or living in a bubble. She does. Yeah, that. when you're living in a bubble. Yeah, there's um like she's in corn. Yeah, <laughs> always. Uh, but yeah, it's so good live. I love it every time. Every time. I've never not seen this and been like, oh, not any fun. Yeah, I'm always like. Yes. I'm like, hell yeah. Ain't it fun? Here it is. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes when I see them live and you're thinking about, maybe you're thinking about, what they're going to play next, mm. I kind of always forget that Ain't It Fun's going to come at some point. You know, at this point, in three albums ago, and it's not, there isn't a massive repertoire from self titled that they still play. Yeah. 
so yeah, it does kind of surprise you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're like, oh, of course they're going to play this. Where'd you come from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to say about it? <laughs> Only but... that, you know, don't go crying to your mama. <laughs> don't go crying to your mama if you haven't heard this song. Mm-hmm. Um, you should totally go and listen to it. Uh, yeah, stream it, watch, watch it live, all the usual spiel. And just, just groove to just it. Just vibe. Put it, you know. Put it on in your living room, have a little little vibe to it wake up to it in the morning and just yes. bang it on do a little dance your, your day will be the best day ever for sure 100%. <laughs> unless you're kind of into yourself while you're dancing <laughs> please don't do that yeah and don't don't us. try this yeah. at home <laughs> don't say us if you do because yeah. it's not our fault so well zach told me to turn it on in the morning and dance around my room no i didn't tell you to i said allegedly you could do prove it <laughs> <laughs> us on twitter and instagram at still into i'm fit and when i'm not talking about paramore you can find me talking about his dark materials on my other podcast Her dark you can find it wherever you get your podcasts or on social media at hdm and my name is zach and whenever i'm not busy gushing over paramore you can find me channeling my inner Haley williams on stage with breakfast with bears available to listen to on all major streaming services give us a follow on instagram at official breakfast with bears big thanks to Finley hudson for our awesome theme music and ed this has been fun sure has until next time we're still into you don't go crying, crying to your mama, mama. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we did it.